previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. So I said to her the other night, I went, oh my gosh, Margaritaville. I go, you don't happen to know Greg Garcia, do you? And she's like, of course I know Greg Garcia. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Small I go, world. I go, do you have Greg Garcia's email? She's like, of course I have Greg Garcia's email. <laughs> so we literally wrote Greg Garcia an email from the bowling alley. Yes. So Littles, the ball's in his court. That's yep. all we're going to say. The yep. ball's in his court. This it's is like, very exciting. I was like, I'm such a dope. <laughs> I wasn't ballsy enough to ask her if I could get his digits. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Holy cow. We have a new friend. Hello. (laughs) Wow. Roxy, you jealous? I'm excited. Are you jealous? Please <laughs> no, be jealous. Come not on, bitch, at be all. a little jealous. I mean, if you asked me two years ago, I probably would have been. Absolutely, would have been. No, I'm, I'm good. New I'm hot good. co-host, little. I know. <laughs> we lovingly call her Sid, but yes. she goes yes. by Sydney. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hi, Sydney. Hello. Hello. Uh, How are you? you guys are being very kind. I'm blushing over here. Welcome <laughs> to the table. <laughs> so happy to be here. Welcome to Cool Aunt Claire's table. All right, so we heard the open. Okay, I have to start with this. We heard from Brad Phillips. Episode 184. He says, Chuck and Roxy, don't you mean the ball is now in Greg's lane yeah. since you emailed him from a bowling alley? Yeah. Better than Greg's gutter, I suppose. <laughs> Shall I go on with the bowling talk? <laughs> you know, it's funny, Brad. I said the same thing. As like soon as, as soon I heard as that as episode. Yeah. As soon as I heard the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, damn it. I should have used balls missed in opportunity. your lane. Yeah, missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. But speaking of, we have an update. Okay. Now, Sydney's in on this, too, because she bowls with us. Yes. So. Little, I have to play the thing out for you, though. Okay, so this is what happened. Our friend Leah, who bowls with us, uh-huh. we decided to email Greg Garcia as if it was her emailing him. I didn't want to just take his email from her, no. which I'm sure in these days, I think we fall. That's okay, right? Because an email isn't necessarily intrusive, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's it's better than obviously a phone number. Absolutely obviously. better. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so she wrote. So, crazy story, I'm currently on the same bowling team as Chuck and Roxy of the Loyal Littles podcast. They want to know why your agent won't return any of their calls, <laughs> LOL. So, that's, that was basically the bare bones of the, the email that she wrote. He replied, I know it's only March, but that is the funniest thing I've heard all year. Yeah, I don't know what it is with those two. I've tried everything. I can't get on their podcast. <laughs> I guess they just don't like me. Hope you are wonderful, Greg, episode zero. Chuck and Roxy <laughs> will know what it means. Aww. So I'm like, what the hell? All right, so I don't know what that means, honestly. I don't know. I don't. The ball's still in his lane, I guess it, is it what is. we're going to say. <laughs> it is. He has an open invitation. Actually, we're going to write back and just say, seriously, you're welcome anytime. Please come on the podcast whenever you want. But we'll see when he gets on the big show and struts around or he writes an email in. We're going to see what he says. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I don't know. I kind of like the cat and mouse game, but <laughs> <Yeah>. we'll see. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the cat and mouse game, <laughs> this was sent to us by the one and only Joe Arrow, as if we're going to have to say that once you hear it. But I believe this is being sent into the big show. We're not sure. I probably won't get played because it's not really pertaining to the big show. It's, I mean, it sort of is, but you'll have to take a listen. Here we go. And Chuck and Roxy episode number on it, 182. You can't get on, right? I can't get on. They I don't, don't know what you. it is. I mean, my, my agent's been trying to keep in touch with them. Yeah. It's nuts. Mark finds and talk to us for a while. No, not just about baseball. Because we go the extra mile. Now we're asking you to come on our show. Hey, man, please say you have time. It's Chuck and Roxy on the phone, and we gotta get a message to you. Greg Garcia, Greg Garcia, just an hour man, our dreams would come true. Greg Garcia, Greg Garcia. I'm sitting here with Greg, you can't, can't get on. I mean, Roxy, how great is that? <laughs> Thank that's, you, Joe Arrow. That's super The catchy. one and only. So how amazing good. is that? So good. So, <laughs> yeah. The ball is in your lane. That's all we can say. I hope that makes the big show for Joe's sake. We'll Not really out. just us, but we'll mm-hmm. see. All right, real quick. Some other emails from our last episode. Okay. Uh, Mr. Shaner. Uh, we heard from Seth Shaner, episode TBD. He said, <laughs> my ears always perk up when Tony reads Andy's last name, and it sounds like mine. Just spelled differently. 
That's true. Yeah. And we heard from Steve Osbell, episode two. <laughs> Uh-oh, what? Well, this is referring to Jason Smorrell's appearance and his fourth appearance on our show. Yeah. He writes four appearances. Is this like the SNL Five Timers Club? Which <laughs> we brought that up. I think I have at least four appearances, too. <gasps> I think he does. Jason, ah, we're get sorry. Get him a jacket. Get him a jacket. Yeah, seriously, we're sorry about this because I, all right, let's, I can count right now off the top of my head. He's episode number two. Then I believe we had him on the year later because he gave us some appetizers, right? I know that's for sure. One of the times we asked him for some, uh, he's a chef. Oh, Sydney. okay. And then we had him on when the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship. True. Right. So I'm, and I think there was another one. I can't off the top of my head. I mean, I'm sure he'll write in and tell us what that was. So he might be in the four-timers club, too. Maybe. So I don't know. Move over, Jason Smarl. But, yeah, for sure, Jeff Flowers, step down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back on, too, at some point. Yes. So, okay. All right, Roxy, dad jokes. You love uh, these. Do this you like dad jokes? I do. And I, your recent episode, those were some solid dad oh, jokes. Well, right? Well, started with, oh, yeah. Well, you've come to the right place. I haven't heard those ones before. <laughs> Sydney, you've come <laughs> to the right place. Notes. Our <laughs> listeners are smart and funny. Okay. <laughs> so this is from Jason Massart. Episode 136. Now, he, you're saying he's the, the bee guy. Yeah, he's the pollinator. The pollinator? Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, someone wrote in about wanting to get honey from him or something, I think. I so think so. I don't remember who that was. Well, now we know who it was. Okay. So anyway, he says, seeing Roxy has gotten into running, running shoes, and said she likes good dad jokes, I heard a decent one today. I bought a pair of shoes from a drug dealer. I'm not sure what they were laced with, but I've been tripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day. All right. So... I mean, Again, you know I, I love shoes, so yeah, that's perfect. Okay. I haven't heard that one. So. No. Now, there's yeah. all these that I haven't heard of. Speaking of. What did the man say while he was reversing his car? Ah, this takes me back. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, but no atmosphere. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Water. Water who? What are you doing? Just open the door. All right, so did knock-knock jokes really count as dad jokes? Is that a new um, thing? I mean, I, I don't think so, but I like knock-knock jokes, so... All right, we, we're disagreeing on this. Sydney's the tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, okay. a knock-knock joke, I think that's... You could put that in the same category. Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, they're they're corny and cheesy, and exactly. I love corn and cheese, yeah. so, mm. you know. Corn and cheese together? There you go. Um, not so much. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, we have to get to announcements. Big announcements. Okay. First things first. Loyal Littles Pod Oscars Contest. Challenge. Yeah. Challenge. The challenge. Everything's a challenge. We know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you have to go to... Where do they go? Our Loyal website. LoyalLittlespod.com. Yep. Go to the Lo- top. There's a tab. Yep. It says 2023 Oscars Ballot. You click, click on, on that. it. It takes you to a page, shows you a sample ballot, and then a button that says Ballot, and you click that. Just click that. And it takes you to a form. Fill out the form, people. Fill out the form. Make sure you fill out the whole form. There is a tiebreaker question. And a tiebreaker does not necessarily mean your name. Well, but it c- yes. <laughs> yeah, someone filled out their name instead of a tiebreaker answer. <laughs> so make sure you answer the question. It's just the running time of the show. Make sure you do that. And if you want to throw your name in there, that'd be helpful because all we have is your email address. And if your email address is like Roxy's original email address, which Wait, was... Berlizzi. Berlizzi. At AOL.com. At AOL.com. Go ahead. <laughs> Inundate ahead. that mailbox. Try. Go ahead. Go ahead. I try. dare you. <laughs> Uh, but my point is that we won't necessarily, but we'll find you. If you win, we'll find you. Okay, so there's a winner for that. Then we have to talk about next week's schedule. This could yeah. get tricky because we have multiple contests now, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a second. But next week. Challenges. We, we're still not tight enough with the big show where we have their schedule. Okay, so we're guests. We're on the blind with that, okay? Next week, I think what they normally do is go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because Thursday starts March Madness. Yep. And they usually take Thursday, Friday. I don't think there's any PTI, that kind of thing. So that's a guess. Hello? If you would have had me guess about this year's, like, say, Thanksgiving schedule, I would have said there's no way in hell they're doing a Thanksgiving Day episode, but they did. So who knows? My point is, as we've said from day one, we never drop a show on the same day the big show does. So if they go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there will be no Tuesday show for us. It's just out of respect for them. We know it does not affect their listenership in any way, but it's just out of respect for the big show. So my point is that if there is no show until Thursday, which is what it could be, that's the first day of March Madness, which means you have already missed your opportunity to be in the Loyal Littles Podcast Bracket Challenge. Yes. Okay, so here's what I suggest. Go to our website. Fill out the Oscars ballot. Yes. Enjoy the Oscars. That's Sunday night. Okay? Enjoy the night. Monday or Tuesday at the latest. Mm-hmm. Go to our Bracket Challenge. It's in the ESPN 
bracket challenge groups. You just search Loyal Littles Podcast. It's very simple. If you were in the group the last two years, just go and re-enter. Yep. That's all it is. You just have to re-enter. The password, if needed, is simple. It's use the code. All one word, all undercase, okay? We created that long before we had LLPod. So mm -hmm. we didn't have a code back then. So we, our code is use the code. Yep. So that's what you type in. If you're a newbie, make sure you enter. Lots of great mediocre prizes. We usually give a prize for who comes in first, who comes in last. Oh. Now, there is a stipulation for that. You do have to fill out a bracket. You can't just turn in a blank bracket no. or fill out one team yeah. and get zero points and think there you're going to win. There are rules here. You have <laughs> to fill out the entire bracket, but if you happen to come in last, which I think is hilarious because normally you'd take 16 seeds all around. Remember last, what was it? Was it last season or two seasons ago when the 16 seed won and that yeah. blew up their bracket, right. which is hilarious. So mm -hmm. anyway, it's hard. I think it's harder to, to fill out a bracket that loses than wins, believe it or not. Sure. Personally. Anyway. So you get a prize. All right. So you get a prize. And then for your favorite name. Our favorite name. Our favorite we name. We have all our co-hosts in on it. They vote. So, Sydney, you're going to be in that this year. Sounds you're going to help good. us pick the best name of the bracket. Yes. Okay. Back in the past, we've had Tootie the Turtle. A lot of the new listeners won't understand that. <laughs> there was one that had the blocks for, what was that? Is that? For Wordle. Wordle, mm -hmm. but it was Fordle or yeah. fi Final Fordle. It was yes. something oh. like that. So, there's really clever names. That's there's good. some really, really clever names. Choxy. What was the other one about? Chessie's Frisbee or something like this. There's been tons. So yeah. anyway. Phil's mom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So anyway, so get those filled out. Okay. So have we said anything about this is our Oscar Bonanza episode, if there is such a thing? I think we did. did? Well, that's what it is. This is our Oscar <laughs> Bonanza that's episode. That's what it is. We have a great Meet the Littles guest. We're very excited. <laughs> but what we thought we would do, since we have Sydney here, is we're going to talk a little bit about the movies here. Okay. Okay. Not really about the specific movies, because come to find out, Sydney, you're like an Oscar expert. I'd like to think so. Like, but. didn't you like <laughs> not go to work yesterday or two days ago just so you could catch up on the movies? I you know, I hope nobody listens to this. Um, <laughs> totally. You admitted it. It's okay. It may have happened. That yeah, may have happened. It may have happened. Yeah. We're not That's okay. <laughs> we're not saying it did, but it very well might have. Okay. So we have some questions. We thought these could be fun. Some of them are fun, dumb questions that you don't even know about. <gasps> and we've asked them in the past to other, but we yeah. thought it'd be cool to get you. So here's the first one. Who would play you in the movie of your life? Oh. Well, Roxy, you said you had now. one, right? I thought you were going to say Jen Gardner. Jen Gardner, not Jennifer Gardner. Jen, like Jen Gardner. She's her buddies. I love that. I don't know. I like. To, I'd like that? to think we're buddies. Um, who'd you say? Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Who's that? Because I or always is got it her as Isla? my I S L A. I feel like I need to. ask Oh, her I see that. I used to Roxy's get that. Roxy's googling it over here. After Wedding Crashers. Okay. All after right. people saw Wedding Crashers, okay. they yeah. come up to me and they're like. You're the girl well, now, wedding now our listeners kind of have an idea of what oh, Sid looks you know, like. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Like. Okay. So that was mm -hmm. the first that came to mind. All right. If you could live in any movie home, what would it be? <gasps> oh, anything Nancy Myers. That's an easy one for me. So is she like um, a set designer? Like she no. So she's if you've seen The Holiday, she's a writer director. Oh, oh okay. Something's got to give. She's got a very yeah. specific style. Okay. With all of her films, so that one that's an easy one for okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite movie quote? Oh, I um, love that we're inundating. Oh my gosh, I know. Roxy, this is I a crash know. course for, uh, for third me, wheel. For yeah, yeah, this is great. Ritz oh. is going to tell us if you pass. <laughs> oh my goodness, I feel like I'm Simon immediately going to go to somewhere changing a diaper. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is Willy Wonka. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Oh, so good that's one. That's a good one. That's the first thing that came to um, mind. If someone made a movie of your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, documentary, or a mockumentary? Ooh. One I that w I forgot. You know what? I would say I'm going to go with comedy. Okay. I'm going to go okay. with comedy. Okay. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. What's the one movie you'll always recommend to people? Can I pick one from this year? Maybe that'd be easier. Sure. I would say. The hilarious part about that, Roxy, is we wouldn't know if no. it was from this year or not because we have no <laughs> idea what's going on with the Oscars. That's We're just hosting a podcast that's I know. an Oscar Bonanza episode. Right. Yeah, that's really tough because I wouldn't be able to just is narrow it the whale? down. Go ahead. Tell me it's The Whale. Is that the name of the movie? The Whale? It, the Whale is very good. Is Brendan Fraser is very good at it. I know. Okay. So he's very good. But everything, everywhere, all at once is, have you guys seen that yet? No. no we haven't seen anything. <laughs> no. We haven't that even seen be Elvis. Be I've been watching. No, we haven't seen anything. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, but the ones I just recently saw were Women Talking and All Quiet on the Western Front, which were 
done very well. Littles, we hooked you up. We have a specialist here. Yes. <laughs> in studio. But I would say everything everywhere all at once. Okay. In terms of this I year. I think our Meet the Littles guest might have said that that was a favorite. Mm, I think. Yeah. I don't think this person was excited about that movie, but I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, all right. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. We're teasing that. Okay, so now we have new ones, Roxy. So you have to answer this first. Oh, gosh. Uh, this is a new. We're going to add this to our fun, dumb questions. What's a movie you love so much that you'll instantly be friends with anybody who loves it, too? Princess Diaries came to mind <laughs> right away. I mean, obviously, I've got the old movie musicals like Singing in the Rain, anything Fred and Ginger, Gene Kelly, like all of the classics. But the first one that actually came to mind was Princess Diaries. Okay. So what do you got? That thing you do. Ooh, Ooh that's going to be very popular with our listeners. I would say that thing you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of Tony's favorites. Really? I'm, that's the Tom Hanks one, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If yep. s- uh, recently, somebody quoted oh, he it loves and that I movie. thought, yeah. you know this movie? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Chuck? I, you know, I have so many probably because there's some goofy guy movies. But what's the first one that comes well, to mind? Well, the first mind? one, if I only got to pick one, I'd say Yankee Doodle Dandy because yeah. it's so obscure mm. that anybody who knows that and but knows also it as well iconic. as I do. What? But also iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. It mm-hmm. was best picture. No, it didn't win best picture. James Cagney won best actor for it. Yeah. But, I mean, there's always those, come on, there's those dumb guy movies that of course. clerks mm. and. If you say porkies, <laughs> so help me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say Porky's. <laughs> I was going to say The Big Lebowski. The That's Big another Lebowski. one I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's just all these like guy <laughs> movies. Yeah. American Pie. I mean, there's so many. There's oh, so many. Okay. But I mean, if I got one, I would say Yankee Doodle Dandy yeah. because it's so obscure that mm-hmm. only someone that I would really connect with would know that movie. Mm-hmm. I just thought of another one. Can I throw it yeah, in really sure. quick? Because I feel like this is the right crowd. It's always fair weather when Gene <gasps> Kelly is, uh, dan- is I tapping I in skates. In skates. In skates? Mm-hmm. I don't think Roller I know that skates, one. Roller yeah. skates, yeah. Do it I wasn't know that one? Oh, I know that one. It oh, wasn't. I said, do I know that one? I don't think I don't you think Oh my you God, do. so I'm immediately best friends with um, Roxy. <laughs> no, but Sid Charisse was in it and she's like a dance icon. Iconic is a new word for me. But anyway, yeah, he dances in roller skates. Taps okay. in roller skates. Nice. Yeah. All right, last one. Roxy's loving this one. Roxy has <gasps> multiple answers for this okay. because of me. Least favorite Oscar winning movie. So a movie that won best Oscar that you hate. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> American Beauty. What else? Weird. <laughs> the two I made her watch. Weird crap you made and me that watch. Was, Sid, that was my excuse. I'm like, we have to. it's an Oscar winning movie. You can't right. not watch this movie. And she hates them. I'm like, what are we doing out here, man? It doesn't matter if it's Oscar winning. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't know if I really have. I mean, there's some that I just don't really care to even see that I've never. Right. Out of Africa and Dances with Wolves. Those that my dad loved, my parents went to see them. They loved them. I'm like, it was like three and a half hours long. So those would be high on my list, Mm -hmm. I think. But I don't really have anything personally against them. Mm -hmm. I just, it says your least favorite. So that's all it says. I'm sure there's other ones, but I just haven't even seen them. We looked at the list and there were a few others that I have seen that I don't care to see ever again. But those two... Those two for sure came to mind right away. Right. right. All right. So what do you got? This is really hard for me. Yeah, because you like everything. I, I really, I, I feel like I can find something good. So if I went to the past few years, I would maybe say Spotlight was a good film. But if, if we're only basing it on yeah. least favorite. Oh, yeah. Least favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still yeah. very good. But gotcha. I, yep. that's, right. that's where I'm landing. All right. Ladies, are we ready to go to the movies? Ready. Ready. Okay. But first, Sydney. Thank you for coming in. This has been great. Thank you for uh, having Sydney me. has to bolt, so she's not going to be around for the last part. But hopefully, she'll be back. Absolutely, she's going to be love back. That. I, I think she passed the test. Little show her some love, <gasps> yeah. right? Show us some love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not on social media at all, are you? Uh, you know, no, not really. Not really. Not yeah. really. So you can't even give her some love over there. That's okay. But thank <laughs> you for coming on. Us, we'll, we'll have you on again. This will yes. be fun. Thank and, you uh, guys. But we thank you because you were like our Oscars. Like guru. Gr- like she knew everything. When she said she was skipping work to watch movies <laughs> so she could be caught up for the <laughs> Maybe, Oscars. Maybe. Alleged. Maybe. Oh, she might have right. skipped work. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. There's no proof. I was like, well, you right, have to come on and talk about some of these movies or talk about the Oscars at least. So anyway, thank you for answering our questions. Thank you so much. This has been a real treat. And we'll see you when we see you. But Sounds right great. now, we have such a great Meet the Littles guest. Yes. We're very excited. Yes. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Heather in Wisconsin. And you're listening to the Loyal Little Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. I 
We are being played in this episode by Kyla Carter. And this song is called Half Full, Half Empty. Now, if you like what you hear, the best place to find all of Kyla's stuff is at kylacartermusic.com. That's K-Y-L-A-C-A-R-T-E-R-M-U-S-I-C.com. And she said she'd also like you to give her a follow over on Twitter, and you can find her at Kyla D. Carter. That's K-Y-L-A-D as in dog, C-A-R-T-E-R. And as always, we'll play the full song, Half Full, Half Empty, at the end of the podcast. All you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Chuck. You ready to go to the movies? I sure am. We're so excited for this one. Please welcome to the podcast, Arch Campbell. Hey, Arch, how's it going? (laughs) Boy, you must really be scraping the bottom of the barrel if you're asking me on this thing. I am not a big. I'm a friend of big. I'm not a a big anymore. I'm never going to get on Tony's show again. Unless I get hit by a golf ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> only way I can get on Tony Kornheiser's podcast is to get hit on the head by a golf ball. <laughs> That's it. Littles, because- we're going to try and get – Roxy and I, we've already been laughing. We've been talking a little bit off air. Yeah. So we're going to try to get through this. So to avoid <laughs> all of this, what we do, Arch, is we usually just turn it right over to you. Take us back. This is what we do on our podcast. All, right. all the Littles know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard you. We know what you do, all of that. We'll get into that for sure. But take us way back. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Stuff like that. Okay. Well, here's the short version of that. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. I'm a native Texan. I went to the University of Texas at Austin and had a lot of fun there. And uh, in high school, my senior year, a friend and I tried out for the talent show. And, uh, you know, it was a two-man comedy bit. And the teacher comes over. She says, boys, you stink. You're not going to be in my talent show. And then she turns to me. She was a big, imposing drama teacher. She says, you, I want you to emcee my show. So I emceed the show, and that got me on stage. And at the end of my senior year, she said, you know what? You ought to go into radio. So I followed her to a community college and took her radio courses and started working in radio. And then I went up to Austin. And uh, while I was at UT Austin, I worked for KTBC, which was the station owned by the Johnson family, LBJ. And LBJ would come in there and, you know, we'd see him around there. And it was one day I was in the lobby and uh, this woman comes in, Liz Carpenter, who's Lady Bird's press secretary. She looks at me, she says, you, pick up my bag. <laughs> so I pick up her luggage. And there was, uh, the, the station was in the old YMCA. And the Johnsons put this beautiful apartment on the top floor. So we ride up to the top floor. I bring her luggage in. She says, put them over there. Now get out of here. <laughs> And from there, I went to Dallas, and I worked at uh, WFAA Radio, and I was able to change into television then. Hmm. And I joined the TV newsroom and worked my way to the air. One day, the news director came in and said, I want a movie reviewer. Who wants to do it? place went silent. So I put up my hand. I said, I'll do it. And the first movie I ever reviewed was American Graffiti, mm. which opened that week, which is, is still a great movie, is still great. And that night I went on the air and said, it's got a great beat, and the kids can dance to it. <laughs> and man laughed, and uh, that's how I got to be a movie reviewer, wow. basically a TV news reporter. 
So, and, uh, so right place, my, right time? Right place, right time. Raised my hand. Yeah. Said yes. And a guy that I worked with went to L.A. And in L.A., he told this guy about me. And this guy was coming to Washington. So I got a call out of the blue. And I was hired for NBC in Washington. And I worked there 32 years, and then I worked another eight years at the uh, ABC station. Oh, wow. What was your major in college? Is this something you always wanted to go into, journalism and stuff like that? As soon as I did that high school right. thing, I really, I knew what I wanted to do from high school. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, time, there weren't a lot of radio, television schools or departments. And then I, st- I got a master's. In journalism because I thought that I would come back and teach at a community. Oh, okay. Got these jobs and then the guy wants the movie reviewer. Right. And I I enjoyed doing uh, feature stories. That's thing. And I was just, I hit television news during the right years. Now it's uh, different and I don't think I have the skills for it now. Yeah, okay. interesting. Now, growing up, did you always at least like movies? Did you at least like going to see movies oh, and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funny, interesting thing that Tony and I are friends, because I don't care a thing about sports. I don't really follow. I follow golf a little bit. But, you know, I'm not really into sports. I had thick glasses growing up. So I'd come home. And all these great movies would be on TV. And, I, you know, I watched all the Busby Berkeley movies mm. and, the, and the Frank Capra movies and, uh, and the great stuff like that. And then when I was like in the sixth grade, Shock Theater came on and, uh, and they showed the classics. Frankenstein, Dracula, The Invisible Man, uh-huh. and The Wolf Man. Oh, Bella, Bella, he's been bitten by the wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love those movies, and my father loved movies. Hmm. And my father would say, oh, this is going to be on. I saw that, and it's really good. You want to watch Casablanca. Hmm. You want to watch Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Every year we would watch It's a Wonderful Life before it became a thing because Mm -hmm. they would only run it on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's a wonderful movie. You got to watch that. And I was growing up in the years when the movies on television were movies made before 1948. Yeah. Which is a great period it for is. movies. Mm-hmm. So I always liked movies. And so, of course, I raised my hand because I was, you know, I was the kind of iconoclast in that newsroom. And in that time, which was the uh, 70s, repertoire was uh, a big thing in movies. Uh, There were three or four theaters in Dallas and here in Washington that did nothing but show old movies. Mm. So you would go and see uh, a screening of whatever they were showing, Casablanca. I've never seen it. Don't hate me. Really? Don't hate me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Roxy's seen (laughs) it a bunch. That's Roxy's territory. I had seen it on TV, and then I had just gotten married, and we were living in Dallas, and a theater near us showed it at midnight. And to see it in a theater for the first time was really to see it. And after that, uh, my wife and I, you know, we were young and in love, and we walked home in a fog, and it was just like the last scene of it. It was like... We walked out of the movie and out into the night. And every time I've seen Casablanca, I still, I see something new in it and something that I love. Yeah. Well, no. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've obviously seen the famous clips. Sure. But again, on right. TV. Sure. You know, so we, yeah, we, we no, like to do that. to see it in the screen. Roxy's yeah. an old soul. She loves I all the am, old movies. That's her territory. Yeah, I so. grew up on like Fred and Ginger movies, all the, you know, Busby uh, Berkeley you mentioned. Um, I'm exactly. a dancer, so that stuff really appealed yeah. to me. Uh, um, yeah, and my mom and dad were supportive of it and wanted to watch too. So I love well, that whole time period with movies. Sharing it with your parents is, you know, a figure like that is, it's really, really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the old movies. I mean, I'll never forget my parents introduced me to George M. Cohan yeah. through, you know, Yankee Doodle Dandy, mm-hmm. and right. I became 
hooked. Crazy. Yep. Like psycho about it. <laughs> we like, watch that every Fourth of July. <laughs> I did. I do. Really? I did a deep dive into him yep. and all that he did in composing and mm-hmm. acting. And all, just, it was just great. So yep. I totally get it. In the eighties, Ronald Reagan uh, would watch Channel Four. And early in the 80s, like the consumer reporter got a called White House is on the line. She thought, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> pulling my leg. And it was Reagan. He had seen something. So uh, the Reagans uh, liked movies and they liked me. And toward the end of his time in office, I guess it was uh, late in 88, I was invited to the White House to a screening of Yankee Doodle Dandy. Wow. Nancy showed it, and they got um, Walter Winger, I oh. think, is the uh, producer of it. Gotcha. Old Hollywood guy. Yeah. And he got up and introduced the movie, and, you know, the Reagans, oh, they just, they loved it. It was their kind of stuff. So we're walking out, and Nancy says to me, that <laughs> sound like such a whore. <laughs> Nancy said, Mrs. Reagan says, what did you think of the movie? I said, oh, Four stars. <laughs> she laughed her head off. So that's my uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy story. Oh, that's that great. That is so cool. And I hope the rumors, tr- I mean, I've read up on this a lot. And, you know, the word on the street is that he did actually sneak into the back of a house to see the movie before he died, mm. I believe. Something like that. Really? Or, yeah, or before oh. he could ever go out again. Right, right. Uh, type yeah. of thing. Right. So I just hope that's true. Yeah. I really do. Wow. All right, listen, uh, we've got a lot more to get into, but let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is the Laura Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, this how, is, this is how, inc- amazing. How freaking lucky are we? I know. Oscars are approaching, and we have freaking Arch Campbell with us. Yep. And these stories. <laughs> so, but real quick, before we get into more movie talk, take us back now. How did you get introduced to Tony and all that, and how did you become so close with him? Well, Tony and I kind of knew each other. We knew who each other were. You know, he came to town in the late 70s, and I was already here. And then in the early 80s, I started reviewing movies, and I, I noticed him. He had a wonderful column in the Sunday Post in the Styles section, uh-huh. which was just the greatest writing I can remember. And I noticed there was one time he was supposed to speak to the Board of Trade, and the word got out he was going to tell a certain joke, and somebody found out about it. And, oh, you can't tell that joke. And, <laughs> and of course, Tony went berserk and said, well, I'm not going to speak to you then. And Around the late 80s, once he got the radio show, I think it was when poor Mark was producing. It must have been when Gary was producing. Ah, okay. He did a remote from... Pentagon City Mall. <laughs> you can imagine. It must have been when he was on ESPN Radio on 980. Yeah. So they invited me to go over there, and I think that's the first time I met him. And I didn't really get his show at the time. So in preparation, I said, Tony, I have three golf stories you've never heard. And, you know, he, he doesn't like jokes. So that was, I'm surprised that he spoke to me after that. One of them was Moses and Jesus are playing golf and Moses hits a 250-yard drive. Jesus hits a drive. A vulture swoops down. A dove picks up his ball, drops it over the green, and it goes in the hole. And Moses says, Jesus, do you want to play golf or do you want to screw around? (laughs) You know, he doesn't like jokes like that. So then... I joined Columbia, and we knew Bobby Abbo in common at the Roma restaurant, and Bobby got Tony into Columbia, and we ran into each other then, and so it was, well, let's play golf together. So we met up, and uh, I think we played about seven holes, and it started to rain. So we just went inside the shack there at the seventh hole, and uh, we just started talking. And I think we spent most of the time talking about our fathers. And we really decided that we liked each other. And at the end of the day, Tony said, you and I are going to be friends because we hate the same people. 
reason. (laughs) That is the great measure of a friendship. If you hate the same people, you'll be friends. Uh That's true. uh, Uh We've been friends ever since. And I want to tell you two things about Tony. The first is on the golf course. He's very serious. You know, he's really trying out there. Mm-hmm. A round of golf with him is uh, is kind of a quiet thing. And uh, the other thing is he's a very good friend. I had cancer, and he uh, made sure to call me up. He says, come on, let's play golf. Let's go out. Let's do some stuff in 20." 20- 14 is when I semi-retired. I left TV, not to brag, but I was on the front page of the Washington Post. Uh, I saw him that weekend. He says, okay, I want you to be on my show and just uh, do whatever you want. And, you know, for several years, I did that. And he's a good friend. He is a good friend. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's exactly why we do this podcast. Right. These heartwarming stories, you know. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, now let's move to your podcasts, plural. Yeah. I mean, I know you have the one now, but we all knew you. You started, you were saying off air at Chatter. It was what? It was at the movies, right? Was what it was called? At the movies with Arch and Ann. Right. Yep. And Mark produced it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nigel decided he would not be Nigel on the Arch and Ann show. (laughs) And. I think we did it for about two years there, and we thought we were going to get some sponsors, and we didn't. What did we have? We had some kind of hot sauce for a while. I still got a couple of bottles of hot sauce out of the deal, uh, and they paid us in hot sauce. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And then by that time, Chatter was starting to close up. Right. So that ended. So, but and then I started a new one with mm-hmm. Lou Katz of the Katz podcast system. Lou Katz was on Wash FM forever, and he and I worked together and knew each other. And he has a studio in his house. So now I have a podcast where I bring other people in, including Jason, yeah. including Jen Cheney, who writes for New York Magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these other people who are members of the Washington Film Critics Association. Excellent. And it's great. And basically, it starts with, what are you watching? What do you like? And more and more and more, we're talking about what we're seeing on television, on streaming. Mm, Right. Yeah. And great stuff on streaming. I like this Harrison Ford show a lot, Shrinking on Apple. Oh, Netflix has that full swing series. I don't know if Tony has seen it or not. Does he know how to get Netflix? I don't Maybe. <laughs> that's a good question. He knows the Hulu, I think, but that's. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll set it up for him. Yeah. The Hulu, by the way, that comes from Larry King, right? Love that. Yeah. Love Larry. Larry. <laughs> I interviewed Larry King. Arch, why am I doing this interview with you? <laughs> Wow, that would have been great. And just yeah. real quick, we want to give Jason a quick plug. That's Jason Freely, episode 108 of yep. the Loyal Littles podcast. Mm-hmm. So you'd want to go oh. back and hear that interview for sure. Yeah. Well, you go to my the Arch Campbell podcast. Jason and Oliver Jones, Davy's son, and I are together at least once a month. That's great. And I do the show between uh, every week and every other week, depending on how I feel. And, and what's going on. Yeah. Well, now can we get to the matter at hand before, and then we have some quick fun, dumb questions for you, of course, because it's the Loyal Littles uh, podcast. But let's talk about this year's Oscars. I mean, first of uh, all, I need to pick your brain about something. How do you feel about the 10, you know, when they went from like four or five to 10? How do you feel about that? Are you okay with that? I think the Oscars have their head so far up their ass that they're never going to be able to get it out again. Say that on you sure uh, absolutely sir. we're not sure we're going to recover from it but we <laughs> you can good. say whatever you want sir. <laughs> you know uh, uh, everything everywhere all at once yep yeah. what the hell is that yeah what the hell is it? it's like participation it's terrible awards. it's a participation yeah. it's just to be able to say oscar nominated right. so they'll sell People more tickets I guess. Wa- and it's gonna win yeah. it's gonna win yeah. and i went to the whale i actually you know, when the virus started, like Tony, 
I shut the door and stayed inside. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I go play golf. That's about it. I actually went to a screening of the whale. I heard, oh, you got to see the whale. You got to see the whale. Ten minutes into it, I wanted to get up and leave. What the hell is this? And then the guy is stuffing pizza down his throat. And it's like, oh, why am I watching this? He's going to win Best Actor. You think he will? Uh, yes. Yes. He's favored. And the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Mm -hmm. I went to the Avalon to see that. You know, there's something about that movie, but I just can't put my finger on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's Colin Farrell, Littles, and he was talking about Brendan Fraser and The Whale. So anyway, uh, I'm depressed about the Oscars this year because the movies are so bad, and the movies in the last year were not nearly the uh, caliber they ought to be. You know, I kind of liked Top Gun, What's that other thing? Triangle of Sadness. What the hell is that? (laughs) Everybody's erping. Everybody's vomiting. What, you know, what, what is that? (laughs) The last movie I really liked was Coda, Child of Deaf Adults on Apple TV. You can see it on Apple. I liked Elvis. I liked Elvis. Oh, it's the worst thing Tom Hanks has ever done. But, you know, if you edit him out. That was kind of fun. Really? I kind of like Babylon, but it's too damn long. And, you know, it's just singing in the rain done over again. Yeah. I, uh, and last year, Will Smith and uh, yeah. Chris Rock, yeah. really, I mean, that was just, it's just like, and this year they're saying, oh, we're going to go back and we're going to give everybody their Oscar on the air. That's just the exact wrong way they should go. They need to make that show stop at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm pretty bummed and upset about the Oscars, and I wish I could get uh, excited about them, and instead I'm sort of grieving them. Well, I, I'm sorry I brought them up, sir. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'll get over it. What? Why don't we get some of our fun questions? How about I'll that? I'll get over it. <laughs> Hey, so cause just because our audience members really want to know, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? A cartoon character for a week? Yep. Oh, let's see. I think I'd like to be Woody Woodpecker. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. You know, he's got a great outfit on. Yeah. Blue, really nice, and that red hair. Yep. Bob Ryan is my dear friend. Not that Bob Ryan. <laughs> Bob Ryan, the weatherman. Right. And Bob once broke up a radio show because they asked him what his nickname was growing up. He had beautiful red hair. He says, well, all the kids used to call me Peckerhead. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even know what he was saying. (laughs) Maybe you'll like to know this. I was a big fan. Second grade, I I went as Woody Woodpecker for Halloween. Oh, cute. Well, there you go. See? See? We're... Very popular, and and I bet we hit the we hate the same people. Probably, we both play golf. Mm-hmm. We're there on a good go. we're on a good start. There you here, are. Arch. There you there go. You are. We're, we're I good. have a list of people I don't like, and Tony and I compare. <laughs> we compare our list. Oh, Roxy a list has a list. Too. Roxy has a, a list. Don't you worry. Five. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just hope I never make it. That's all I'm worried now about. Now you're good right so. now. <laughs> all right, Roxy. What's the next one? Okay, what was the first movie you remember seeing as a child? Uh, Snow White. Oh yeah. And, and uh, the witch, and uh, in the, it was in the summer mm-hmm. in San Antonio, and our friends belonged to a swimming pool at uh, Incarnate Word University. So we went over there, and there were all these nuns walking around in the black habit. I said, "Mommy, mommy, a witch, a witch." <laughs> Good thing say. I'm not Catholic. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to just digress for a second. I mean, that was my dad's favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, he was 92. Really? Yeah, we just lost him last May. He was 92. Oh, and man. to connect the whole thing together, this is why I love Tony's book so much. Because all those stories he told about his dad, I, right. I would relate so well to them. Mm-hmm. Because I went through the, the same thing. Yeah. You know, it was all the same stuff. And Roxy and I, we were down seeing him just over a year ago in January. And we actually, I literally pulled out a VCR. Yep. Because he had the VCR uh-huh. tape of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and we, and we put it on it. to watch oh, it with him. Yep. So, I love it. Yep. That's so great. 
so special. That, you know, the day when Tony and I really met and bonded, as I told you earlier, we sat around talking about our fathers. Yep. My father uh, was um, a salesman who kind of struggled in life, but he played golf. He loved golf. He played piano by ear. He was wildly entertaining and loved puns. His favorite pun a guy goes to the hospital, and his uh, treatment is an enema every hour. And after a while, whenever you he heard a knock on his door, he would say, friend or enema? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's my right, father's Russell, favorite joke. Let's get him out of here. Quick, uh, some rapid fire. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars, the first two. After that, you know, yeah, I take a pass. Gotcha. And Star Trek, what a waste of footage. You know, <laughs> just forget about Star Trek. Sir, we could definitely be friends. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. And lastly, Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Oh, always funny. Excellent. Give me a good Uranus joke yeah. whenever. Yep. I met Cheech of, uh, of yeah. Cheech Get and out. Chong. No way. And I said, I She's love your movies. And especially there's a scene. <laughs> where you're <laughs> pushing Chong up there and Chong says, man, there's a full moon tonight. And, and you say, yes, I can almost see Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> they're That's always it. good. They're, they're always they're good. Always, good. Yeah. always, always a Uranus joke. All right. Well, Arch, we can't thank you enough for taking the time. Yes. Uh, take a second, plug everything, plug your podcast again. How can we get that? <laughs> It's the Arch Campbell podcast. Go to the purple icon on your phone and it's there. And, you know, there's several of them. And you'll hear Jason on that podcast yeah. Yeah. and Oliver Stone, Oliver Jones, and, uh, and many other people that uh, you know from uh, D.C. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much again. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Oh, my. You know, I've been thinking about this because <laughs> over is so luxurious. You know, and <laughs> under is, is so economical. Uh-huh. And so it depends on my mood. <laughs> if I, if I, so on balance, I'm going over. All right. Nice. That's so great. <laughs> Well, Arch, thank you so much. These stories were so amazing. Yes. We really appreciate the time. We know the Littles are going to absolutely love this. So thank you so much. <laughs> well, yeah, like I say, I'm really not a big. <laughs> and the way the show is now, I'll never be on it again. But I'm still a friend of Tony's and a fan. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the invite. And I, I know I speak for both of us. You're welcome to come back to the Loyal Littles podcast anytime. any freaking time you want. So yes. We would love to hear more stories sometime. So, okay. Thank Thanks you so much. Again, all right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Meredith Boothie, and you are listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC podcast network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And Roxy, how great was that? So great. Arch Campbell. I mean, wow. That's all we can say. That's all we can say. Well, I will say this. The stories about his dad and Tony and mm -hmm. how they became friends and stuff like that, that's just the stuff I really relate to. And it, it just was great to hear. Yeah. It's great to it's hear. Anyway, let's get to the rest of the show, Roxy. First, we have a bunch of save the dates. Yes. So let's just run down through these. August 5th, Summer of Littles 5. Yes. Okay. How can they get information on that, Roxy? Go to summeroflittles.com. That's the best way. Then September 5th, one month later, mm -hmm. is... La Cheeserie Night Part 2. La Cheeserie Night Part 2. Looking forward to that. I'm sure there will be information on the Syracuse website. You've yep. got some time. You've got the summer to make the plans. But it is Labor Day weekend. That yes. is Labor Day weekend, the Tuesday after Labor Day. Yes. So I would just say, like we said, take a four-day vacation. You know, take a little mini break. Uh, I know Ritz has some big plans for that. Yeah. He's going to go... I. Uh, I can't remember the other one. He's going to go to the Toy Hall of Fame. He's going to go to one of the other Hall of Fames and then go to La Cheeserie yeah. Night. So he's going to do like a little mini loop of cities yep. and come back and land on Syracuse La Cheeserie Night. Then, this is one we haven't done in a while, but it's coming up March 15th, the Ides of March. Colorado Littles are gathering at 6 p.m. at Murphy's Tap House. That's Murphy's Tap House. The address is 585 South 
McCaslin Boulevard. Hopefully I'm saying that right. It's in Louisville. It's spelled Louisville, but it's Louisville, Colorado, 80027. Just in case, their phone number is 720-612-4616. This came from Ed Butt. He says Murphy's is just north of the McCaslin exit on Highway 36 in the shopping center at the northwest corner of McCaslin and Dillon Road. He then writes, their website says it's in Louisville, but Google Maps and TripAdvisor say it's in Superior. (laughs) As mystery writer Stephen White wrote, unless you have a detailed map, you have no idea whether you're in Broomfield, Louisville, or Superior. Ah. Don't worry. If you can't get there right at 6, we will drink and eat apps for an hour before ordering. All littles are welcome. Let Ed Butt know if you are coming. Or just say La Cheeserie to the host, and you'll be directed to the table. All right. So we wanted to make sure we got that in there again. Yeah. And then the other two things for us, Roxy, just reiterate from the first part. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go to our website. LoyalLittlesPod.com. Click on the tab to fill out a bracket for our Oscars contest, which Challenge. is tomorrow. And that's tomorrow night. So you have just till tomorrow to fill those out. Yep. Then Monday, take the time. Go to ESPN. Go to the Loyal Littles podcast bracket, bracket challenge. challenge. Trying to get these words right. <laughs> and make sure you either just re-sign up or you can join our group for the yeah. first time. If you need a password, it is use the code all one word. Use the code all lowercase letters. Yep. So that's the password if you need it. And join in. Lots of mediocre prizes there. We'll be talking a lot about that soon too. All right, Roxy, should we get to the email? Let's do it. Woo. Lots going on in Littles World, which mm-hmm. we love. All right, Roxy, why don't you start us off? All right, we heard from Ritz. Ah, the co-host who didn't get on the show. Yes. He says, hey, Chuck and Roxy, there was a collective groan heard among loyal littles during your last episode when you mentioned haggis. I am sure you've probably fired up the old Google machine to learn about haggis, which, simply put, is the various organs of a sheep mixed with vegetables and spices cooked in the sheep's stomach. The Irish equivalent is Irish pudding, not a dessert item, which is a sausage made from beef or lamb fat, onions, grains, spices, and pig's blood cooked inside an animal's intestine. And I have a private message to number 178 of Lebanon, New Jersey. I am a size 11. Hit me up. See you soon. Ritz. Mildly popular, third wheel, slightly better than a monkey. Okay, what? All right, first of all, no, we didn't fire up the Google machine. Second of all, do we know it's haggis? We never. No, I'm just, I just breezed right past yeah, it. Yeah, we saw That's Ritz the other night. We forgot to ask <laughs> yeah, him, and he yeah. didn't say anything. But yeah. That does not sound like something I would want to And then to the thing eat. at the bottom, it does say private message. Should we not have said that on the podcast, do you think? Oops. <laughs> all right, next we heard from Kristen LeBlanc, episode 176. I am listening to older pods, and Max Megan slipped in that he spent summers in Nova Scotia. That's my neck of the woods. Cool to think a little could have been in my area, but I assume he went to Cape Breton and not the south end of the province. P.S. I was following a Subaru Crosstrek today. It had three Iron Man marathon stickers, a Kosick sticker, a trailer hitch, and a thorough roof rack. Although I've never met this person, I know that I hate them with all the burning intensity of a thousand suns. Wow. All thanks to Mr. Tony and showing us who to hate. Yeah. All right, then we heard from Greg Sheramita, episode 154. Chuck and Roxy, the DC Defenders are better known for the hashtag beer snake than their 3-0 record. Also, was your statement about Chuck Todd declarative or lamenting? Hmm. <laughs> Good question. Only we'll know. P.S. Why are there Pop-Tarts but no Mom-Tarts? Because of the pastryarchy. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't heard that I one should, before. I should have put that in the first segment. My yeah. apologies, Greg. <laughs> I, I think Sydney would have liked that one, too. Yeah. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, we heard from Elliot Olshansky, episode 111. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. On the issue of whether the Creed movies are Rocky movies or not, there's a term that I've heard in discussion of Cobra Kai on Netflix, where it is said to take place in the Miyagi-verse. Naturally, Mr. Miyagi himself does not appear in Cobra Kai outside of photographs and archival footage because Pat Morita died in 2005. But the show clearly exists within the world that was established in the four Karate Kid movies, which has many fans wondering whether Hilary Swank will make an appearance as Julie Pierce in the show's upcoming final season. There has been no such speculation, however, about Jaden Smith's Dre Parker or Jackie Chan's Mr. Han from the 2010 remake, since that film does not exist in the Miyagi-verse. 
Now, bringing all of that back to Rocky, which had the same director as the Karate Kid movies, John G. Alvidson, it is clear that all three Creed films exist in the Rockyverse, whether Rocky appears in them or not. The more difficult question, however, is whether E.T. is, in fact, a Star Wars movie, since E.T. is clearly drawn to the child trick-or-treating as Yoda, and members of E.T. species are seen in the Galactic Senate chamber during The Phantom Menace. Have fun with that one. Best regards from Suffolk County, where I just tried to order a copy of Molly Warner, School Reporter, from Aaron's Books, where I would be more than happy to use the code, but they don't have it. Representative! Okay. Elliot Olshansky. Well, first of all, with the E.T. thing, that's going way too far. I'm Way I, too far. Yeah, I mean, I do know Phantom Menace pretty well. I mean, the Creed stuff, I still just, I don't understand why it just can't be its mm-hmm. own thing or a spinoff of the Rocky films. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the perfect solution, mm-hmm. but we won't go there. I think we've explained this on the podcast before about the books, because I want to make sure we address that. It's yep. If it's an independently published book, they don't get those right. at Aaron's Books. Right. Okay? I don't entirely understand the whole how it works, but I know that's the thing. Because we also wanted to plug Manny's book, Claude's son's, he wrote his own children's book. Right. And we really wanted to plug that, but unfortunately, that's another one that was self-published, so he doesn't get that. Right. So, yeah. So, so that's... Good on you for trying. Yeah, absolutely. But that's <laughs> the whole situation. Yep. So... Okay. All right. Next, we heard from Tim Cree, episode 107. He says, it's okay for you to be watching the XFL, but please remember. I'm a little disappointed Uh he didn't go A or 1 or anything. He just said, you are watching a league of 400 players not good enough to be in the NFL. It is what it is. That's like you saying you love the NBA and then go watch Houston versus Oklahoma City. (laughs) Technically, it's basketball, but not really. P.S. May I want to slice a bologna? I will reserve judgment. You better. All right. All right. What's next, Roxy? All right. We heard from Mike O'Brien, episode TBD. Hi, my name is Mike O'Brien from Boston, formerly Revia. I am I'm a sorry, what? Revia. 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 All right, good. I am a loyal little of over 20 years and have had many emails read and even more not read, which is always a heartbreak. Today, the Boston Globe did a piece on me about how I'm always on the local news doing man-on-the-street interviews. I'm hoping it catches steam, and I, of course, would love to be on the Loyal Littles podcast. I used to work in radio, and I remember when Mr. Tony read my email. Our office exploded about being on the show, even though we had our own show. I've attached the article, and I hope to hear back from you. Signed, Mike O'Brien, Boston, formerly Revia. All right, then we heard from Dean in Damascus, episode 53. You wear green on St. Patrick's Day always. Always. If nothing else but to celebrate Brandon Berzelli's wife's and my birthday. Yes. I seriously thought when I was little, people wore green for me. Aw. All right. I got to find some green, Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you covered. Don't worry. Okay. All right. We have another newbie, right? We have another This is what's so exciting. This is what's so exciting about all this chatter we're getting thanks to you littles on the big show because it's opening doors and we're getting new listeners and it's great yes and we really hope you come on the show so that you can explain to us how you actually pronounce your i was just name. gonna try. that's why i handed it to you i'm gonna try ryan amy we're gonna try that okay hello there i have been a fan of tony for a while and would love to be a guest on the show i was at la cheesery night in syracuse and have been listening to tony's podcast since 2018 Thanks for replying to my Instagram message, and hopefully I can be on the show soon. I have a podcast I do with my friend, and if it's allowed, I'd like to give a quick shout-out of my show during your show. If that's not allowed, that's okay. Hopefully I'll hear from you soon. Thank you. That was so polite. It was very polite, but uh, sadly, clearly, well, it's a new listener, I'm guessing, so... You'll catch up and you'll understand and you'll hear, of course, we're allowed. We allow that. Absolutely. We always give everyone who comes on the podcast a chance to shout out and plug or plug whatever, whatever they doing. want at the end of their interview. Let me address that real quick. Littles, I am by myself. We do not have an intern. Okay. So I feel bad because we are getting a lot of interest. Which is so wonderful. Which is so wonderful. We're so grateful. But I'm being inundated with emails and things like that. I do try to at least just, I also feel bad just about like doing a form letter reply. Mm-hmm. But I want them to at least know we did receive the request. We will get to you eventually. This is great. This means this podcast will just keep running longer than we ever anticipated (laughs) it ever would. We love it. I just want to make sure no one gets offended or if they think, oh, we don't want them on the podcast because that's not the case. I'm one person. I'm trying and I am trying to just at least click on it and say, received your request. We'll be in touch or something like that. All right. Then we heard from Lee Gordon, episode 80, Roxy and Chuck. 
I was listening to the latest podcast in my car as I drove over to my friend's condo to pick him up to head to the ballpark to go to a spring training game. Just as he got in, you alluded to your last guest having filled out the form. And as an aside, you said, sorry, Lee Gordon, (laughs) my pal flipped out. Perfect timing. That's great. We do what we can. Yeah. Here on the Loyalist Podcast, Lee. All right. You ready? Okay. Let's do it. Here we go. Dear Choxy. I checked out the Oscars ballot, and not only are there as many questions as there are Marvel movies, spinoff, branch-off, sequel, prequel, creed, (laughs) but there are exactly 23 questions. Is that a coincidence, or is it a numerology thing? Question. If Roxy does Zoom classes, will there be a code for the people to use? Uh, I'm telling you, Roxy, you need to talk to your boss about that. We'll we'll see what I could do. I mean, I think you could be making her some money. I think the littles want to take, what would it, it's not Zumbo, what would it be? Dance cardio. Just dance cardio. I say just dance cardio like I can do it's it. It's pretty hard. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I don't mean to make it sound like, oh, just dance cardio. Okay. Final question. How many new pairs of shoes does Roxy require for these classes? Oh, I'm screwed Ooh. now. All right. I'm not sure, but I'll think about it and get back two. to you. Two. I think two is plenty. <laughs> I really do. But you just got more free like clothes, right? I did. Yeah. She got these mm-hmm. interesting new outfits. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Back to Rocky. If Rocky has to be in the title, then I take it that the first Rambo movie doesn't count because it was titled First Blood. Or if the film doesn't count as a Rocky movie because Rocky doesn't fight in the movie as the central figure, you could make a case that Rocky V doesn't count either. All right, I'm going to finish this and then I'll comment. Rocky is training someone, Tommy Gunn and isn't the central figure of the film. They titled the movie's Creed for marketing purposes because they need a younger audience. Titling it Rocky A or even Frasier wouldn't have roped too many 70-plus-year-olds in, Mm. is my guess. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop. Oh, he continues. The bottom line is that Rocky, Creed, and Rambo movies are all in the Marvel franchise. All of them. (laughs) Okay. Now, let me go. Because some of these things he's saying I said, I don't think I ever said. First of all, isn't it Rambo First Blood? Or is that Rambo First Blood Part 2? Don't look at me. I'm pretty sure Rambo was... I'm, I'll Google that. He's probably right, because I'm sure he Googled this to make a point. Uh, no, it, Rocky's in the movie. You can call it Rocky just because he's not the fight. He's training someone. That's fine. It's just a different form of the movie. It's a different... So uh, it's in the Rocky universe. Yes, of mm-hmm. course. In my, This is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but didn't Creed train Rocky to fight Mr. T and all that stuff? So anyway, I don't know. My brain hurts. Yeah, it's tricky. And I'm not going to sit here and say I'm right. I'm just... Throwing out an opinion, I just think it should be a spinoff. That's my opinion. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Roxy mentioned at the end of episode 212, I love saying it, we're like in the 212, when reading episodes 178's email that she was reading ABTHS upside down. Why is Roxy hanging upside down while doing the podcast? What kind of torture goes into making this show? Wouldn't you like to know? Finally, some of my lunch crew loves pineapple with ham, on their pizza. Yeah, that, I, isn't that a Hawaiian? I can't take the plunge. I guess Chuck has convinced me it's unnatural. <laughs> Episode 178, ABTHS. Okay, so now the pineapple and the ham, that's a... That's a Hawaiian That's pizza. a Hawaiian pizza, mm-hmm. not just pineapple. Right. Okay, it's Don't all bad to my, me. Um, Chuck. And you like chicken with it? Yep. Gross. Okay, anyway, that's all the time we have <laughs> this episode of the Loyal Littles Podcast. Special thanks to Arch Campbell. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on to Meet the Littles. Thank you, Joe Arrow, for that wonderful jingle. Yeah. Fingers crossed it'll mm-hmm. get on the big show for you. And we'll see what Mr. Garcia has to say. Yeah. I'm sure he won't hear it from us, but maybe we'll send it to Leia and she can just maybe forward it to him. <laughs> yeah. Just see what he thinks. And of course, thank you, Sydney, for coming on yeah. and being our third wheel today. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Newbie. Yeah. All right. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything's there. Yep. Including the Oscars ballots. And everything else you need. Mm-hmm. All our Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, email. Everything. All everything. Of it. Just go there to our website. And most importantly, remember, if you need a grip for your stick. Go to stickgrip.com. If you need fog-free eyewear. Go to fogfreeeyewear.com. Or if you want to order a book, not self-published. Go to aaronsbooks.com. And the most important part about all of this, the one thing you have to remember is don't forget to. Use the code. Don't be a dope. LLPod. Bye. Ten minutes into it, I wanted to get up and leave. Monday morning, wanna go back to sleep, but I don't have.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. He's a good friend. Oh, yeah.